Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you surrender and you let yourself free fall in the universe and be guided, you open yourself up to what can be. You open yourself up to believe that the best is yet to come and that you're always guided and there's always abundance around you because you're taking the time to notice it and be grateful for it and stay open to more flowing in. Welcome to Luna the Podcast. I'm your host, Carolina Salazar, and I am here to be your spiritual big sister, guiding you to self-empowerment through self-discovery. My goal with this podcast is to provide grounded and easy-to-understand self-development tools to support you on your spiritual journey. My purpose is to help you learn to love both your light and your shadow, and to empower you to start showing up as your best self by nourishing your soul and doing the inner work. I am so grateful you're here today, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hi there, everyone. Welcome back to Luna the Podcast. I'm extremely grateful that you're here today, tuning in listening no matter what you're doing whether you're commuting walking cleaning your house cooking or just sitting down to to listen and to chat with me so thank you as always for for listening i'm really grateful for those of you who reach out and who tell me how you're liking the episodes and i hope you've been having a good week so far i want to introduce a new element to my podcast intros just to be able to kind of give a little bit of a taste of what's going on in my life and just have something that I consistently incorporate in episodes and that is incorporating a rosebud thorn segment in the beginning of the podcast. So for those of you who don't know what rosebud thorn is, basically a thorn is something that has happened this week that has not been so great the rose is something that is going well or something you're grateful for and then your bud is something that's coming up that you're excited about so i think this would just be nice to have in the podcast because it will enable you guys to kind of just get a little bit of a taste of what's what i'm going through and things that i'm experiencing even in a small amount and just kind of showing up for that every episode in every episode so let's dive in so for this week i'm gonna start with the thorn So something not so great that happened this week, it was just a minor setback. It's nothing huge, but I got my second piercings for my ears last Sunday. So five days ago from the day that I'm recording and I'm so excited about it. I've always wanted to get second piercings and I do think I still want to get like a third and multiple other ones, but when I went, the person who was doing my, who was piercing my ears didn't tell me the, uh, the proper way to clean it. 
so I had been kind of just like sleeping on it and I kind of rested my head against it in a couple of workout classes and then I bumped against it in the shower and so when that happened my ears started to bleed a little bit sorry if this is graphic um but it freaked me out and then when I went to look it was like bruised so I just had to kind of figure that out but it just reminded me of taking extra good care of myself you know and supporting my healing and I think that this little mini wound which is already healing is just a testament and an example of you know how sometimes when our wounds are open they call our attention more to it right but it reminds us of what needs healing and how you can take better care of yourself so that can be a little analogy which is kind of good to remember and for rose i have two roses so the first is that I invested in a birth chart reading yesterday and it's with this astrologer that I've recently discovered who is amazing. I had done a couple of text readings with her through this app called Sanctuary and I wanted to have more in-depth conversations with her. So this is this was my second session with her. And even though I've studied astrology for a long time and I like giving people astrology readings and I do birth chart readings myself, it's always really cool to have someone else look at your own chart and offer a different view into what you bring into the table and I thought she had a very empowering take on my chart and even with placements that I've struggled with before she helped me really see it in a positive light so I thought that was really cool and then the other rose is that all of summer basically and for a few months now even my first month in New York I was really struggling with routine I really fell off my rhythm with moving my body and taking care of my physical health and just showing up with consistency and structure for my physical health. So over the last two weeks, I think, I've really, you know, gotten back into it. And it's just come with investing in myself. So it's come with investing in a workout class that I really like. So I've fallen in love with hot yoga at Core Power. And I'm getting back to doing solid core, which I've always loved. So it's just about booking that class and, you know, investing in that way in your time and, and by kind of planning ahead and booking a class it's enabled me to kind of commit in a way that holds me accountable so the next step is then setting the alarm and just showing up and it's been feeling really amazing getting back to working out and it's okay to fall off sometimes it's okay to go through different rhythms and go through moments where you don't necessarily show up to work out every day or maybe you're injured and you have to take a break or you've just been feeling called to rest more all of that is okay and it's part of life. It's okay to be in funks and to just be off of structure sometimes. But it's been really awesome to get back into it. And I've realized that, you know, in the past, I used to have a very negative relationship to working out. And it was coming from a place of guilt and blame and punishment. And just kind of, I have to do it, you know. And since I've gotten back to routine and gotten back to working out, I've noticed how much of a change it's made on my mental health. So I've just realized that for me, showing up for working out now is more so for the purpose of making me feel happier and releasing those endorphins and seeing myself get stronger and feeling confident in my ability to get stronger so those are my two roses and then my bud which is something i'm looking forward to is i am going home for thanksgiving and i'm going home a little bit early so i think that'll be really awesome just to get to spend a little bit more time with my family and being home and just being with my boyfriend and in the warm weather and just 
resetting again a little bit is always really nice. So I think that'll be lovely. So it's something I'm looking forward to. And that is it. So that was the first of the Rosebud Thorn segments. And something else I want to add to the intro is also adding recent favorites and current mindset focus. So I think that'll be just cool to also include. So for recent favorites, I have been really, really loving this app called the Chani app, C-H-A-N-I. And for those of you who are interested in astrology or want to learn more about your chart or just be more attuned to what's going on right now in the sky and how it's impacting you and all of us collectively, this is the app for you. I seriously am obsessed with it. I really like using it every week just to kind of check how the energy is going to be in that week and have more self-compassion for myself. If a day specifically feels a little bit harder, sometimes there's a little bit of a harsher astrological placement that day so it's just been really cool and i always feel like when i read my little horoscopes they're super on point because she'll do horoscopes for every single planet right now so it's like mercury being in scorpio how does that affect you mars being in scorpio how does that affect you based on how your chart is so that's one of my recent favorites another one of my recent favorites has been the isles of paradise self-tanning drops I've never self-tanned before and since moving to New York and, you know, not getting as much sun as I've been getting for the last year of been living at home before I moved here, my tan goes away a lot faster and I find that I really enjoy having a little bit of a glow. So that's something I've been really loving. So those are two of my current favorites. And another one is the Boy Smells Candles. I have the Cedar Stack Boy Smells Candle burning next to me right now and it smells so good i highly recommend checking it out if you love candles and good smells it's also made of coconut and bee's milk and the burn time is like 50 hours so it's really really good none of these things are sponsored this is me just sharing what i've been loving and then the mindset of the week is stop comparing and i've made a full podcast episode about this but this was a takeaway i had from my astrology reading is that you can't compare your life to someone else's truly comparison is a thief of joy and the only thing you should compare yourself to ever is yourself six months ago that's what the astrologer told me and like it's so true because when you're comparing your timeline to someone else's even if you're heading towards the same thing you both had different start points So where you are now is always going to look different than the other person's and your background and your story is really unique to you. So honor that, respect that and know that comparison will never help you move forward. It will never help you feel better even. So that's something I'm tuning more into and honoring for myself just to notice when I tend to start the comparison cycle and cut it out because it doesn't do me any good. So that's the little new intro segments so it'll be the rosebud thorn the recent favorites and the mindset of the week i hope you guys enjoyed it let me know if you did and and start keeping an eye out for them for future episodes so on today's episode the topic is going to be abundance mindset versus scarcity mindset So I'm going to be kind of breaking down what both of those things are and how they're really important to tune into as you start to 
kind of deepen your spiritual journey and work with the universe and change your mindset around your life and also how it can apply to manifestation and attracting what you desire into your life and just even how you see opportunities around you. So without further ado, let's dive in. So let's start out with a more simple definition of what abundance thinking is and what scarcity thinking is. So at its core, what exactly are those two things? So I think the best way to describe both of these mindsets is to kind of visualize it through a persona or a character, right? So I think that's that's what I'm feeling called to kind of use to describe these two concepts. So when we think of scarcity thinking, so when it comes to scarcity thinking, imagine this person who feels like there is never enough, right? So this person believes that success is limited. Success is available to only a limited amount of people that it's really difficult to achieve, that everything needs to be a competition, right? That to get to the top, to achieve success, you have to hide knowledge from other people that you don't you don't want to tell other people what you're working on you don't want to tell other people about what you're learning you don't want to um, offer help to other people because you're scared of them coming out on top of you and you know beating you in this competition for success this person is also afraid of risks they think that everything's really difficult and change is really scary right like trusting in the unknown is really scary like this person is scared of trying new things and scared of trying things that they're not good at maybe because they're they think that only a few people can be good at it or being in that moment of change will cause them to maybe not succeed because they're not prepared thinking that you lack the skills to handle that change And someone who has a scarcity mindset will look at someone else who's successful, who's doing really well and will resent that person and will almost feel like that person is taking away their chance at succeeding. So let's say that this person will look at Anne over there and just be like, oh, wow, Anne is doing so well. She is doing exactly what I want to do. She has the job I want. Therefore, that job is not available for me. It's not possible for me to do it because she's already doing it because everyone else already looks up to Anne, no one's going to want to hear me. No one's going to want to know what I have to share. So that's someone who has a scarcity mindset. Now, when it comes to an abundance mindset, if we think of someone who embodies that type of mindset, this person thinks that there is always going to be more that success is abundant, that success is all all around us, and that someone else who's doing really, really well and who has the job that they want or is doing what they aspire to do and reach is the exact proof that it's possible. It's the proof that it exists out there. And therefore, the very fact that it's out there means it's abundant, means that there's opportunity for her or him to do it as well. So someone who embodies an abundance mindset wants to collaborate, wants to work with other people, wants to be generous with what they know and with what they have, wants to, you know, share what they learn about because 
they want more people to know about it. They want more people to be impacted and to be able to grow and to be able to learn and to up-level because they have access to this amazing information. They offer to help other people. It's that person who will open a door for someone else, who will create opportunities for other people. I want to spread the love, spread the light, spread the healing, spread the information and the knowledge. Someone who welcomes challenges as opportunities to grow. Right? They wouldn't look at a challenge as something that's preventing them from getting to success, but rather something that's teaching them something. They will own their ability to change and to be strong and to learn from the, the rocks on the path and to surpass those, those changes. It's also someone who believes that there's still the best to come. There's always going to be more amazing things flowing their way and who really wants to, to grow and who seeks to grow. So aside from these personas, another way of thinking about abundance thinking versus scarcity thinking is to think of a pie. So someone with a scarcity mindset will look at a pie and would say there's only a limited amount of slices and therefore there's not slices for everyone. Only a few people are going to get pieces of the pie, right? Like the pie is shrinking and there's not enough. Someone who has an abundance mindset will look at a pie and say, wow, there is so many slices to go around. The pie is growing, right? The more people try the pie, the more they see how delicious it is, the more they want the baker to bake that pie, the more the pie will grow. So that's kind of a gist of abundance thinking versus scarcity thinking. I was watching this mini series on Gaia, which is basically a spiritual Netflix called The Abundance Code. And I really like the the movie slash miniseries. If you have seen The Secret, which is on Netflix, it's pretty similar to it. There's some of the same speakers in it. And what this miniseries mentioned that I think really resonated with me is that a lot of the times we're taught to think in scarcity mode ever since we're little. They mentioned the example of this little game that we play when we're little oftentimes called the musical chairs. So when you think of the musical chairs activity at its core, right? It's chairs are laid out, everyone's sitting in a chair, everyone has a chair. The music starts playing, everyone's dancing. And then when the music stops and everyone rushes to sit down, not everyone has a chair, right? If there were 10 chairs before, now there are only nine. So next time that the music plays and they start dancing and moving around the room, the little kids aren't focused on dancing and enjoying themselves anymore because they're thinking, oh my gosh, there's not going to be enough chairs. Like I have to dance closer to the chair or I have to not really even enjoy the dancing as much because I'm always worried about getting my own chair because I don't want to lose. I don't want to be singled out. I don't want to have to stop playing. So, you know, it eventually even gets to a point where there's only one chair and two people dancing. And it becomes this very clear competition. So I thought that was an amazing example to illustrate how scarcity thinking affects us, right? If we put ourselves in that situation, if you're dancing and you're having fun, but then suddenly you're reminded of something that's scarce, something that not everyone's going to be able to do anymore in the next round, instantaneously you switch over to being competitive and to you know, not wanting to dance with the other people around you or whatever because, or enjoy yourself or even be in the present moment because you're always focusing on that element of fun going away. 
So you're focused on the, the scarcity of it. You're focused on it leaving. Instead of more people dancing, more fun, right? It's this kind of inherent lack that exists. So a scarcity mindset could also be called a lack mindset. Something I really want to narrow in on that I think is really important about differentiating between these two mindsets and moving away from a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset is focusing on your gratitude. And this is where the quote of the episode is going to come in. And this is a quote from Tony Robbins, who's someone I really admire and who's someone who just really impacts a lot of people and has helped so many people grow and develop spiritually and change their mindset around the situations in their life. And the quote goes, when you are grateful, fear disappears and abundance appears. And it's a simple quote, right? But ultimately, when you are grateful, right? When you're able to look at your life and see everything that is working, everything that's going amazingly well, everything you have access to, everything you can do and feel and and everything that's already present in your life is worth celebrating, right? So just a simple act of writing a gratitude list before bed or saying them out loud and actually doing it, actually actually committing to doing that simple act can change your life. I think if everyone wrote a gratitude list every night, the world would be a better place. And like that's an impact I would hope to have to encourage people to to be grateful and to actively express your gratitude. And I just saw two, two, two as I said that. So again, when you focus on being grateful, you notice the abundance that exists. And when I first began to explore abundance and the concept of abundance was when I did the 21 Days of Abundance Meditation Challenge by Deepak Chopra early in quarantine in 2020. And I started noticing how abundance existed around me. So when I would go on a walk, I would look around and I would notice how many leaves were on a tree, how many blades of grass were on the ground, you know, how many birds were flying around me, the gusts of wind in the air, the feeling of the sun on my skin. And the this could go on and on, but nature is a perfect example of abundance because everywhere in nature there is abundance, an abundance of green, an abundance of clouds, etc. So that's how I first started tapping into abundance. And then I started, you know, realizing how there is an abundance of opportunity, how I have an abundance of creativity, abundance of love around me, an abundance of health, an abundance of food in my fridge, so many of these things. And that really came from expressing the gratitude that I felt for those things. So that's something I would encourage you to start doing is to notice the abundance around you and to notice all the things that do exist in your life and all the things you can be grateful for. And now the next thing that I would encourage you to start tapping into an abundance mindset is when it comes to uncertainty, right? So when we are in uncertain situations and when we are in situations where we don't know something, we equate that sometimes with not being enough. Like we, we equate not knowing and not having all the answers as not being quote unquote enough. But what does enough even mean? 
who defined what it means to know enough or be enough, right? It's just an idea. So you can define that for yourself. And a lot of the times when we feel like we're not enough is because we feel like we don't fit a certain label, right? I'm not successful enough, not pretty enough, not skinny enough, not fit enough, not healthy enough, not smart enough. Literally, who defined that, right? It's just something you've been taught to, to, to feel, right? We've been taught to feel like we're not enough because we've been taught to feel like there isn't enough to go around. There aren't enough opportunities. There aren't enough resources and there isn't enough money available for everyone. And that's where this mindset shift is really important because when it comes to situations that are uncertain and that are risky or that are, are new to us that we've never been in before, inherently we're going to lack some type of knowledge but a lot of the times we'll back out of those situations because we feel like we don't know enough already and we're unequipped to face it and that's why we stop ourselves from growing because when we start embracing our our ability to become and to know more and to learn more we're able to look at these situations as learning opportunities as growth opportunities look at you know riskier situations or uncertain situations with a mindset of wow this is an opportunity of growth this is somewhere i can learn this is something i can learn from and by embracing this uncertainty and by embracing my imperfections and my inherent lack of experience in this area of life i'm able to work on it i'm able to look at this challenge and see what bringing more magic and miracles than you could have ever planned for That's where the abundance mindset really is important. And that's why surrendering is important because when you surrender and you let go of the ideas you have for something, for how it has to be or for how it should be, and you let go of that and you let yourself free fall in the universe and be guided, you open yourself up to what can be. You open yourself up to believe that the best is yet to come and that you're always guided and there's always abundance around you because you're taking the time to notice it and be grateful for it and stay open to more flowing in instead of feeling like that uncertainty requires for you to micromanage or have control or know everything know all the answers embrace thinking big embrace risk embrace believing that your growth is what's going to fuel this human experience for you and ultimately your alignment with your higher self so i hope you enjoyed this episode i hope this was informative and allowed you to understand better the difference between a lack or a scarcity mindset versus an abundance mindset and hopefully this also inspires you to Be more grateful and write out those gratitude lists before bed every night. It takes less than a minute. And feel it in your heart and look around you and notice all the abundance that already exists. And I hope it also inspires you to trust that uncertain experiences, risky experiences, bring growth as long as you're open to learning from them and learning from your lack of knowing. Learning from embracing your lack of knowing. And to know that the universe is an abundant place. There's always opportunities around you. And the abundance that you seek already exists inside of you. 
look at your organs look at your body like your body itself is abundant like the abundance of atoms and energy and blood and vessels and bones in your body like you're inherently abundant and the abundance exists within you because that spark and that ability to take action and that motivation to get things going and to achieve what you want is going to come from you and you got this so i hope you enjoyed feel free to dm me share what you loved from this episode dm me at the carolina lifestyle Share the episode on your story if you feel inclined to. And if you are feeling generous or, you know, have been tuning into the podcast for a while, I'd really appreciate if you if you're listening to this on Spotify or another platform that's not Apple Music, just to take that two minutes and go to Apple Music and maybe leave a quick review of your thoughts around the podcast, of how it's helped you. It truly means the world for me and would it would be really cool to also see those reviews and and see how you are liking it so i'm sending you lots of love i hope you have an amazing rest of your week and i will see you on the next episode bye with lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.